0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to the episode of the dropkick podcast i am your host daniel today i'm joined with an actress a comedian the host of the sorry mom podcast alongside Sydney Mailer, the one and only nick we- nicky howard how are you doing
1: i'm good how are you? i like nick we- i like nick we- howard pretty well that might be my um, alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm all sassy, it's oh, with the Q. Um What's up? Thanks for having no, me.
0: No, um, it's an honor. Um, I found you out throughout. Do you remember the Sock Monkey Mike interview you did? Yeah. Yeah. So he's a buddy of mine, and I watched his interview with you, and I thought you were pretty cool. So I checked you out, and I'm huh. like, kind of cool stuff going on. But, uh, you know, um, with two months into 2021, how has this year been treating you compared to last year
1: <laughs> oh what a loaded question well I, honest to god last year i i was just like full like pandemic happening i was like all right let's fucking go let's do mm-hmm. i can curse on this right can i curse yeah you i'll say okay it. great i think so you whatever. never know yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> i'll try to be conscious if i can um no,
2: good. yeah
1: i was just like we're we're gonna do it we're doing it mm-hmm. um head down work no stopping me everyone was panicking i was like i will like i will succeed and then this yeah. year started and i think i i got to where everybody else was last year so i Absolutely. woke up 2021 20, and was like it's i'm time. emotionally and physically <laughs> broken <laughs> like it was just like i, I don't know what way. happened mm-hmm. i last year i was like i don't know what all the fuss is about i'm thriving like mm-hmm. i can make i can be malleable in a pandemic and then right? i just like woke up and i was like no i can't <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: No, I <laughs> but, think reality yeah, hit. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah it did um like physically i was so tired for no i think like you know, just, I don't know. So I, I think I'm finally like just getting my bearings, um, just adjusting to the fact that like, all right, it's okay yeah. to feel your feelings about this. You know, you can just, you could be a little off today. Yeah. Um, but you know, other than that, I mean, besides everything that's going on, I feel good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no, sure. it, you know, just it's the same thing, but I'm now just like feeling about it. I think,
0: um, like two months into it, People kind of expected things to change because it's like, oh, it's a new year, but like things are sort of the same. And oh, yeah. That, and that's kind of like fucking with people's minds. And it's just like, well, when is this entire thing going to, like the whole pandemic, like when is it going to end, you know?
1: So, yeah. I don't know if it, I think this is just it now.
0: You think so? I'm fine
1: with, I mean, I, I, do we know? Times are unprecedented.
0: That's true. The times are so
1: unprecedented. <laughs> yeah I don't know I have no idea that's all I hear I turn on the news as if like I know what's happening and all I hear mm-hmm. are them just saying like it's unprecedented really how you know president of the times are
2: unprecedented
1: nope. I'm like great <laughs> well I think after this amount of time of it being unprecedented it's maybe it's just president and, you know it's been a year Perhaps so this might just yeah. be normal I mean
0: because I know things have been a little iffy and stuff yeah.
1: where are you based?
0: Uh, Toronto
1: <laughs> okay yeah okay just like trying to gauge. Um yeah, I mean, you know, California is at the forefront of being, you know, vocal and like we're going to we're going to beat this. Uh wear a mask no matter if you're, you know, driving in your car alone, yeah. and you have to wear a mask. It's very like okay, well that seems a little bit excessive if I'm by myself in my own vehicle. I'm not sure. that's not Mm -hmm. that's not the rule but it feels like that a lot but i mean Mm -hmm. you know i don't know does anyone know how has it been as far as corona cases who knows because every day there's more like it just seems like it's getting worse but somehow also getting better i don't really know what to believe anymore i I, i'm just like I'm i'm
2: gonna
1: follow the rules and hope i don't get it if i do you know like I'll stay home yeah. and hopefully get better. I just, I, at this point, like, I, it's like, I don't, that's really all you could do.
0: Like, what were like some of your fondest memories, like, growing up that you cherished the most?
1: Um, hard pass. No, I, uh, you know, <laughs> um, fondest memories that are good. Um, no, I have a look, like, I have like a really supportive mom I love my my mom and I are best friends so Mm -hmm. but like a lot of memories with her nothing specific really um trying to think mostly traumatic memories if I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I kinda had a rough childhood but when Mm -hmm. I like you know got out of the house and like started going to therapy stuff man well, yeah, I mean, I think I just like had to be a human and like adjust and like live. But, Absolutely. um, fondest, m- oh, I I do have a good memory. I went, uh, with my mom and my brother one summer to Jamaica. Like, my mom was like, let's, we're gonna go on like a, we didn't do yeah. like or anything. Um, mm-hmm. but my mom had like a friend i don't know how they met um but she was like we're gonna He's from jamaica we're gonna go to jamaica with him and meet his wife and like it's gonna be great and like really like i want you guys have like a cultural experience and my brother and i are like mm-hmm. um and i think this was like the summer before i went to high school and so we like drive we're driving we had no idea Driving yeah. past like Tourist, Jamaica and like straight into Kingston, Jamaica, which is like not the place you want to be. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not for like people are like, why are you here? You're we don't even want to fuck with you. You're brave. You're brave to be yeah. here. Um no, but it's a hard place where to where be. From, it was mm-hmm. like it was crazy, and I, oh my God, it was just. We drove past sandals, and we were all like. Mom, what? It's a miss. <laughs> she was like, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pretty epic. My, we got, my mom just found this out. Her friend took us to like a Jamaican strip club, which was tight. And also like, not. I was like, summer before high school. So middle school, I mean, where where children go, Jamaican strip clubs, <laughs> in Jamaica. It was very sad, but it encouraged me not to ever go down that path.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah. That's good. I feel like, yeah. No, I said like early, like, you know, like, eye-opening experience, like, the real world, if it makes sense. You know what I
1: mean? Oh, yeah. Well, childhood trauma will do that. It'll force you to grow up real quick and be like, all right, well,
0: your, here's what's yeah, important. That does, absolutely. Well, I was going to ask, Um, watching that interview with Monkey Kimai, you talked about, like, your passion with, like, you mm-hmm. know, but, like, where did that passion, like, come from for stand-up? Like, how did that all come together? Um,
1: well i my parents are very sarcastic and very funny and um uh, mm-hmm. very little um like i don't know sense of what my mom is older so she didn't really have like a sense of what's appropriate for children and stuff like that so like if it's a cartoon you know we're gonna watch it so south park was a like, huge staple like it's a cartoon a friend, it's for yeah. children cranky anchors so that kind of like got me super into comedy and i remember watching uh Chris Rock's Bigger and Blacker, as like, you know, at not even 10, I think. I was like very young. It should not have been watching it. And I don't even really, I didn't even get most of it, but I got some of it and I just watching him, I just was like, this is, I wanna do what he is doing for everyone. Like he's yeah.
2: brilliant.
1: I wanna be Chris Rock. <laughs> um, and somehow my mom thought it would be like, she, she was like, oh, you're into reading. Cause I really wanted, that book, like he wrote a book, mm-hmm. and it essentially was just a, a, a transcript of the special, and God bless yeah. my mom, like my child wants to read, and like then <laughs> getting me like, like mm-hmm. um, but I think that just like, you know, not necessarily even stand up, just any, any way to reach people that way. I'm 100%. like, oh, oh, however I can do it, I wanna do it, and yeah.
0: No, I feel like if you can connect with somebody out there like just, you know, like in the crowd or something like they get it, you know what I mean? Cuz you're on that opposite side of the fence where you're trying to make something out of nothing and it's very hard in those early years, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just, you know, having the the confidence and the mm-hmm. the knowing that you're going to fall and that it's okay. It's not like the yeah. end of the world. Everyone everyone that is successful has mm-hmm. fallen and gotten back up. So
0: no, yeah, I think absolutely. It's good. No, I was gonna ask. So wait, did you get your confidence from your mom?
1: <laughs> confidence. Um, my false <laughs> sense of confidence. Um no I think I just, you know mm-hmm. just it's funny because I'll I feel confident and then simultaneously not confident. I was just having yeah. this conversation. Um because I'll be, like, I'll be like, I'm gonna do this sketch and like put it out there and I'm confident about it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then like someone will like, uh, you know, Jimmy from like Idaho with like no picture and six followers, <laughs> not fucking funny, go kill yourself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like, you, you know, tried. It's,
2: yeah.
1: it's so weird. So, I mean, I don't, I think it's just, I, I think it's, it passion is o- overconfidence. Like my passion to do this is so strong. That Absolutely. like, I think it, it, it supersedes my, um, I don't know my insecurities. I guess. Yeah, In yeah,
0: I I would say so too. Like with everything, like even with this podcast, like I'm like I got so much hate and shit, and I'm like I'm just trying to like do my job. Yeah, you know
1: it's I mean? so silly because it's like you know I'm not like. When you do something like this, your intentions are—you're—they're always good. They're always like, "I want to entertain no, people. i like, yeah. you know, I want to just like make someone laugh or, or inform someone or whatever it is." And it's so interesting to like to have people. It's actually kind of funny when you like, you know, when you really think after you're like whatever insecurity of like someone mm-hmm. being like you're go fucking kill you. It's like <laughs> I'm not saying anything hateful like literally this could not be a more I might as as well just be joking about you know sand at this point and like
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you're gonna always there's always gonna be someone that is gonna just say something just whatever it is to rile you up to get your attention that's my favorite is like people are like they just want attention it's -hmm. like I'll make a point to like respond only to people who are positive and then just not because I think the trap is to like you know Really together. cool yeah. but like,
0: and then they get back at you, and then just yeah. Just like, oh. I'd like to just
1: encourage the positive reinforcement. I think that it's been
0: <laughs> No, I think that's what we kind of need, like especially at time right, like right now, especially like people are just still like negative about things right now, and people are still kind of like you know, like you can be positive, but it's still very hard to change minds, I guess, in a society yeah. like you know what I mean.
1: I think it's also like, you know what, I accept, I'm not trying to make a, poli- I don't want to make a political statement. I don't want to like, I just want to make anyone smile. Like if I could just, I don't care, if, like whatever it is, like, I'm just going to stay out of it. And then like, here,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. um, I don't want to, because it's, it's not my place. I think it's so interesting to like, see so many people, I don't know. I, especially when all of the political stuff was going on, I, almost like uh, people with a big following almost bash other people. I, <laughs> I, I get it to a certain point when you believe in something, but it's also like, I don't think people yeah. understand the power that they have over other people. You know, I I, I don't no, know. Hunter, it's very
0: hard. hard. Like, you don't know what side of the fight you're on because you just kind of don't want to be part of it, but you're also like, hey, like, I support this or I don't, but it's like, I don't have to put it on social media. Yeah,
1: so that's the thing. It's like, my beliefs, you know my beliefs are my beliefs. Everybody, that's, it's, that's the beauty of living in America. Or, I mean, I don't know, Canada. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's free country. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, you know, we, like, that's your right. I'm like, I'm not going to bash someone for not sharing their political views. And I, I'm not going to bash 100%. them for sharing it. I, it's when it gets negative and like accusatory, it's it's just kind of like, Okay, uh, you know, somebody pump the brakes.
0: No, absolutely. But like switching gears and stuff. Uh, um, I did want to talk about um, you started um, acting in your early careers. At what point did you, know you wanted to pursue it as a career and do um, you know, cycle for Xbox or commercial work for Sprite? Like, at what point did it hit you? Like, you know what I mean?
1: That I wanted to do it? Um... Mm-hmm. It hit me when I was like in the fifth grade and was like, this is what I want to do. I was like, that's just not even, I, I was like, this is what I want to do. I had a very strange, um, I don't know, I just, of a, a realism. Like, mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to do it and I knew I it wasn't going to be like, okay, so like, it's just going to happen. Uh, I remember specifically being, it was very calculated of like, okay, well, I want to do this. So I I went to a performing arts middle school that you like audition for whatever. Um, And then in high school, I went to like a normal high school and I started modeling. And I Mm remember thinking, okay, well, if I can just get my portfolio up, I'll I'll go to acting school and then I'll be able to make money modeling because I already have a portfolio. And then while I'm in New York I can you know do that and audition and I think modeling will be a really good segue into commercial work and so <laughs> I think for real, I'll be able to have enough credit it was very like weirdly calculated for someone that young but I, I, I knew that it young, was like yeah. not gonna be an easy you know I was in Lime and Quentin Tarantino was like <laughs> perfect for this so and I and you know crazily enough it kind of worked that way where you know I modeling turned to commercial stuff and commercial stuff Mm -hmm. turned to like stuff and you know just kind of um, in the process of all of that with the new age of social media and all of like the amazing you know outlets and then trying to make my own stuff that i want to do because the one thing i did not foresee is that uh, though i have had opportunities to act and do it i love Mm that the roles that i wanted were not the roles i was getting Mm-hmm. as far as, like, comedic stuff. So I, you know, you then have to, like, kind of put out, here's all the stuff I can, like, here's comedic stuff, like, you know, yeah. and hope that that attracts someone who's like, oh, wow, you know. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a – it's been a process, but, you know, it's it's slowly but surely.
0: Just kind of keep rolling with that. Yeah, I think, as you know, given those cards at such a young age, like, you're just you to just deal with the cards that you are given, you know what I mean? Because – there's not many opportunities out there unless you know you make those opportunities yeah. count, and you you did that like you made the most out of what you could, and I killing it like you know on Instagram, like you know what I mean. So yeah, you know, yeah, like congrats to you. <laughs> but, oh,
1: okay, and congrats to you. I mean, seriously, you're doing it too. It's like you know, so many people are like oh, I want to start a podcast, I want to do this, I want to do that, and then they never do it, and you know, you're yeah. doing it. So kudos.
0: No, I'm saying I try.
1: Yeah. I mean, fuck, that's, that's what it takes. You have to try. Like, you know, if you like, I don't know, it's people ask me all the time, like, how's your podcast with Sydney? And I'm like, it's great. And they're like, yeah, like, what, you know, what's this like? I'm like, we're, even if no one listens to it, like, we're still going to keep doing it. (laughs) Like, it's not
0: having a blast. Yeah. Yeah. As long as Mm -hmm.
1: As
0: as you're you're having fun. Absolutely. Yeah. As long as you're having fun and you're enjoying what you're doing, then I think you're in it for the longevity. But I think if you're feeling burnt out and you listen to like your mind and stuff, you're like, hey, like maybe this isn't the best idea. And you kind of like, you know what I mean? You listen yeah. to yourself. And you, yeah. if you need a break, then take a break. Fuck it. Because I think those breaks really count. And when you take those breaks, you know, you can reflect in those breaks and be like, maybe this, because there's always time to improve, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. Sure. Absolutely. But like, who were some of your role models growing up? I know Chris Rock was one.
1: <laughs> love him so much. Um, Who are my role models? My mom. Um, She's very funny, yeah. but I'm trying to think like in, and um, Leslie Mann. I love her so much. I just like her and Big Daddy. I'm just like, okay, I just want to be you. She's so she's funny. Um, I'm trying to think of like, I, I don't know if I had, like, she was, she was like, my big one, but I don't know if I had anybody that I specifically was, like, okay, this. I'm, like, remember, like, Christina Applegate, all of those really funny females who, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah.
1: That That's more of, like, I want to emulate that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just in stand-up, I think people do that a lot until they come yeah. into their own. Like, they'll see, like a comic and be like this is what i want and then just like you know when they first start out it's like all right
2: it
0: nearly hits
1: find your own way, but yeah
0: Mm -hmm. i heard yeah i had a comedian on the podcast as well but he talked about like there's like some political stuff and like the comedy like you know like that whole essence
1: as far as like who gets stage time and stuff like Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah well, I mean, you know, it's so funny. Everything is politicized.
2: Oh, I mean? it yeah. is. Like,
1: even acting, like, you know, end of the day, you can give the best audition you want. But, like, if someone's kid is, like, I want to do it, they're going to get the role. Like, That's it's true, just yeah. not even. So, yeah. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't try. I don't <laughs> know.
0: That's my thought. I mean that, that makes sense. But um I was gonna ask, like how is it like um doing commercial work for Xbox and Sprite that I mentioned earlier?
1: Um it was good. That so that stuff, um God, that was when I was living in New York. Sprite, actually I was living here. It's good. I mean every time I get a job like that, I'm like this is so like it it's still like surreal to me that like this is you know, I get to do this. And it's so funny because I have a lot of friends who are like on shows and stuff and they're like I would never do commercial work and also think it's like so fucking cool um you know it's fun you get to just no, it is cool yeah silly and like this is my job like what a joke um <laughs> like, but yeah I mean it was it was really awesome the sprite job that was a print job I um it was in New York actually so I flew to New York and shot it and it was like I was there for like I don't know a day and a half and I I came back but yeah I mean it's It's always fun. It's always fun. I love commercials. I love anything where I get to just, this is my job for the day. I get to Just just
0: be yourself. Yeah.
1: Just have fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But like, I think recently, like people, like especially this year, like on Twitter, I don't know if you like keep up with Twitter and stuff, but like people have been manifesting a more than usual. Like I've been seeing so many angel numbers, like I don't know why, but I've just been seeing them and it's weird. But like, do you personally believe in manifestation?
1: You know it's so funny that you say that. Um, I do. <laughs> be, this is so lame. Every morning, it's not lame, you'll appreciate it if you're into manifestation, but every morning I take like 45 minutes and I make a list of like 10 things that I'm grateful for and some of them are like things that happen. Like just like whatever. It'll be like yeah. I'm my fingers because I can type this list or you know then manifesting like i'm grateful that today is really productive or whatever it is yeah. um it starts and kind of just like putting that out there into the universe um but yeah i do i mean it's like fuck. even if it doesn't work like it's still gonna make you feel good and feel like oh wow my life is like you know look outside yeah. trees and birds and this is crazy you know yeah I don't know it's i i think so
0: no i think that's a good way to look at it but i think people take the little things for granted like just even going to hang out with our friends and we can't even do that as much, you know what I mean? Or like the weather's so nice to California, like you know what I mean? Like compared to here right now, like it's like snowing outside my window right now. So
1: Texas. I mean like fuck.
0: Yeah, for That's Texas. Mm-hmm. So I mean have to look like, at the bigger picture and be like, listen, like I have, you know, a roof under the live like a nice bed to sleep on and like just, you know, plate of food like the little things matter in life and i feel like what people sometimes take that for granted and like it's kind of fucked up
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it and it's especially like career-wise i'll catch myself sometimes being hard on myself and being like oh, you yeah. know you know whatever it is and and then to like stop in the middle of it and say like okay but like look at all like all the things that you like be grateful for the things that you have and the opportunities to like you know and and all of the resources like you know you can always just keep making stuff i think it's it's so easy to like get defeated um but yeah yeah, i don't know
0: it's hard i feel like every time i do one of these interviews i start like getting sad because i'm like did i deliver to the potential i had in my head or because you're always your worst critic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's always like that thing, like you mentioned, like it could be that one person who just sticks out in the comment section. And he's like, you know, like, why did you make that? And yeah. that like kind of screws with your head, but oh, it I think,
2: you hard. You no,
0: know, it does. And I feel like um, if you're just like a little too loose on yourself, then it's like, you know, am I doing what I need to be doing? Because it's, no, it it's always, Exactly. You always have these questions, so it's very, it's very hard. But like, yeah, you know, absolutely. At a certain point,
1: you gotta like enjoy life for a little bit. I'm learning to realize that this year. (laughs) This is my year of like, okay, because I my biggest fear is, am I am I not doing enough? Yeah. By virtue of that being a driving force, I'm. (laughs) only working not enjoying life and like uh, then you know it doesn't matter if you work 24 7 if you wake up and you're finally successful and you look around and you're just like alone <laughs> like oh what happened to the last 20 years of my life it's not very fulfilling so I'm trying to like, find the balance of like okay you can you can still work hard and like get everything you want but also like enjoy your life a little bit and, you know uh,
0: that's such a good way to put it but like I feel like Sometimes people just focus on that one problem and just kind of eats them up alive. And it's like, like, but like looking back on it, it's like you know, it wasn't the worst thing. Like you made it seem like it was bigger than it really was. And like I feel like, like especially with comedians, like you have like one of my utmost respect because I can't do that. Like I hate speaking. Like I don't like speaking. And considering I'm a podcast, like weird, right. Like I don't know, like. Like, going up on stage and, like, trying to make people laugh, like, that is fucking hard. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I was thinking about, like, which is kind of more brutal as far as, like, I don't know, negative feedback that you could get. Like, if I pose a sketch or if I'm on stage, you know, which is what, what has the most potential to get more hate? And yeah. I really think in some ways, um, if being on social media and posting something on social media because, you know, people have the the veil of their screen in front of them and they can just say whatever they want. Whereas, like, if you go on stage and people don't like your jokes, nine times out of ten, the entire, unless you're being, like, racist or, you know, incredibly offensive, if you tell a bad joke, you're really not going to get booed off stage. You're just going to, like... I mean, in my opinion, I'm also not playing like a written, like. But yeah, yeah. if I tell a joke that's I think is gonna kill and it doesn't land, like it's just silent. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of get the hint. Like, yeah. okay, well, didn't work, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it, like being people are just like you know, shots fired on the internet. It's, right, just be merciless.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing like you know what I mean but it's it's very I feel like the mental preparation that comes with being like us you know doing stand-up like it must be yeah. like,
1: what, I what, have crippling anxiety every time I get outside
0: how do you like deal with that
1: I don't I just feel <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish I knew I wish I hopefully one day I'll be able to like I think it's just a matter of just getting used to it you know just really getting used to it and I don't know how long that takes. Unfortunately, before the pandemic, I was finally starting to, like, ease into a little bit more.
2: Yeah. But,
1: you know, uh, now it hit. And I think I'm. once mics open back up, I kind of have to start the process all over again, which is fine. <laughs> but I think that goes for anything. When you care about something, I think you get anxious about doing it. Like no, you, know, you get anxious before you do a podcast because you care about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that, you know, it's good if you can manage it.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely. Like, I think if you can just come up with coping, mechanism, coping mechanisms, yeah. and like you know what I mean? Like, it's very hard. Like, sometimes I'll sit here and I'll be like, like, I'll be reading through my, like, my notes and stuff. And I'm like, yo, like, if I don't hit these, like, are the people going to care? Like, it's so, yeah. like, all this well, pressure. That's so
1: funny. It's so funny that you said that because, you know, if I'm, like, rehearsing a set in my head over and over again, and mm-hmm. I go out there and I mess something up, I'm like, I think my boyfriend said this to me once. He's like, nobody knows if you mess it up, if you don't hit that joke. Because, like, exactly. the, you know, they don't have the, like... So just go. If you fuck it up, it's fine No one's gonna know. Just
2: roll with it. <laughs>
1: yeah. So it's. I was like, oh, I think you're right about that. Um, no.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I think it's just reminding yourself, like, okay, have fun, and also, like, if this doesn't go well, it's really not gonna be the end of the it's world. Not the end
0: like, of the world.
1: Yeah. Realistically. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, that's such a great way to put it. But I was gonna ask, like. You know with starting your career like what's one thing you wish you had known before you know you began yes if you could tell your younger self right now like hey like one thing one piece of advice you get like what would you say
1: um start start making stuff earlier
0: i think i think i can relate to that <laughs>
1: Do you know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. it's so funny because, like, it, it like, it's hard. I and then again, I don't know because it, the if I didn't have like a good sense of
2: mm-hmm.
1: of timing or like you know the ability to edit or whatever it was or the mm-hmm. software, even if that at the time was not even as. Good. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm thinking, like, God. You know? Can you imagine what it would have? I would have had the most cringy videos. Like, the, so I don't know. I mean, what, what piece of advice? Just, just fucking have fun, dude. Just
0: have fun. Have more I, fun. Th- absolutely. I think if you're having fun, then you're gonna put your best effort. Because if you're not, then it's like, what? What the fuck am I doing? Yeah. here? You know it also
1: I mean? shows. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: I think yeah. it's just bad. But it's it's hard because you gotta just roll with the you know the stones and. See where you yeah. land because one day, you know, this might not even be a thing. Like, this podcast can fucking die for all I know. But, like, the fact that like, you can still make it into something and create magic and just keep rolling with it, it's great, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how was that transition from, you know, living on your own, living with your mom to living on your own? Like, because I know you talked about that in various interviews. I wanted to touch base on that.
1: <laughs> what was it? I was so ready. I was so, I was ready to not live at home at like freshman year of high school. I was like, get me out of this city. This is, I don't need to know who invented the printing press. None of this is going to help me with what I want to do. I don't need math. I'm going to pay someone 10%. They can do my math. It's fine. Mm-hmm. That was my attitude, which was like not very good, but I mean, I never was, like, a dick. I was just, like, looked at all my teachers and was, like, you guys know, like, I'm not, like... I'm not putting my foot. but I'm just not... I know I didn't do well. It's just, like, I'm fine with it. We're all all on the same page. Uh Um, And how? so, I mean, I graduated, and I went to New York right away. I didn't, like, go to traditional college. I went to an acting conservatory, and I mean, I was no I, I i wasn't terrified i was like i felt excited you know yeah for
2: sure it was,
1: like just yeah i don't know it was it was pretty good i was pretty stoked on it
0: <laughs> no, so i think once you you know get to just like spread your wings and just kind of do what you've been wanting to do for a while but not yeah. given the right opportunity i think it's pretty cool like just you know space of mind just to be like, okay, like, this is what I got to do. I got to be laser focused and just kill it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: What were some like challenges that came with that transition? I guess.
1: Um, I would say living, just trying to have a job that Mm -hmm. provided me enough income to afford rent while also like still being able to go on auditions and like, I don't know. I, like, living in New York City, like when you're 19 and super poor, mm-hmm. it's not like an ideal. It's great because you like get the hustle, but it's yeah. just, I mean, it's really challenging. Um No, absolutely. And, you know, I once you like live in you know like a three bedroom with five girls and like it's just like you're sharing a bed for three years just so yeah. like, you want to do and then you move to someplace like california where you know you can like drive and like you have space and it's so fun because even in california people like there's you know it's so the quality it's i i don't know like the quality of life you can have anywhere other than new york city for like the same amount of money is really you really appreciate it
0: absolutely i think like i've never been in new york personally but from like hearing it from other people's experiences like it's such a great place to visit but like like i would never live there because i just like absolutely yeah like i would never live there because just like how expensive like the house or an apartment like it's there's so much like you know it, it's crazy expensive but, like, yeah yeah, like, so what you moved through it when you were 19.
1: That sounds about right. I don't know, is it? I might have been 20. 20, 20. That's crazy. I might have been 20, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about it's been right. kind of wild. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It was weird. I remember being like working, and my mm-hmm. friends were still in college. I'm like, oh, you guys, like, aren't paying yeah. rent yet. <laughs> You're, like, still living in a hole and shit. That's weird. Like, I don't yeah. know.
0: It must be hard. It was, it uh, was cool, so though. Cool. I, was like,
1: oh, I have a head start.
0: No, I think a lot of people, you know, they would probably go to post-secondary and, like, go to college, university, or, you know what I mean? But, like, the fact that you took that risk and just ran with it, it's pretty cool because, like, I don't personally, like, think about going to college or whatever, but I'm kind of in that same boat where it's like I'm going to take a gap year, figure some shit out, do what I need to do, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people don't take, like, that jump and it's very, you know, hard.
1: Yeah, well, especially now, like, the traditional way of, like, you graduate, you go to college, and, like, Mm the job in, like, the the industries are like, it's almost like if you know what you want to do, you might as well just go to a trade school and learn yeah. that. If if it's not something that requires you go to like a four year university, like just do that and you'll be able to get started. You know, it's yeah. So I think things are changing in that sense, but I mean, there's always going to be, you know, jobs that need a college degree. Um, so
0: yeah.
1: here's hoping I don't have to get one. <laughs>
0: don't we all but uh i was gonna ask like what was like your biggest failure from like that time period and like what did you learn from it i guess to, you know that shaped and made you the person you are today
1: My like, biggest failure mm-hmm. i don't know i mean it's i'm sure there were like a lot of things in the moment that i was like this sucks but i think all of that like kind of makes you who you are you know i no, can't think of one sure. thing Thing that was like you know that one time then blah 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 but it's mm-hmm. like everything happened so that I could get here so
2: yeah
1: you know that's just how I think of it so I, I wouldn't like take any of it back because then I wouldn't be here just blo- it's like the butterfly effect you know just no like, that's so true yeah I think I think that- you, have to, you have to think like that you know mm-hmm. otherwise you're gonna just go absolutely nuts and so, yeah. talk yourself out of doing anything.
0: No, for sure. I think everything does happen for a reason. Like, um, I don't want to say like, if this pandemic didn't happen, I wouldn't have the podcast. Cause I wouldn't like, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't sit yeah. on my ass and like be like, Oh, what do I got to do? But like, I'm kind of grateful because for, for the pandemic, cause in a way like I have something to like keep working at and get better at and just, you know what I mean? Like keep improving. And like, that's yeah. what it's all about. But like, oh, yeah, absolutely. But I was going to ask like, you talked about, you know, having like a rough child and stuff, but like have you like has there been a time where you really struggled with mental health and like you know what advice yeah. would you give to people I guess struggling? Because I think this pandemic really hit people in a sense. Yeah. With their mental health.
1: What would I say? You know, it's so funny because it's so easy to say you could just go talk to someone. Um but you know, when you're in that space of like um, in a really dark headspace, the last thing you want to do is ever talk, talk to someone. To but yeah. I think um, just if you can manage to at least say something to someone, mm-hmm. even just a little bit to someone that you care about and that knows you, I think you'll be surprised as to how receptive people will be oh,
2: for sure. to
1: helping you. Mm-hmm. I think it's so easy to feel so alone and when you're in that space. Yeah. You feel like no one cares about you um, because it's hard to care about yourself. And so yeah. I think that if you just give someone the chance to help you, you'll be you'll be blown away at the response you'll get. You know? And I I just think of course go talk to someone if you can if you're like not that far gone. But I know personally I've been in a space where I'm like, I don't like, no, I'm not talking to anyone. Um so, you know, I don't know. That's my advice.
0: It's hard. No, I yeah. don't even blame you. Like, it's really hard because I think when you're in that headspace, like, you don't want to like associate with anybody at that point. You just kind of want to be in your own bubble and just, you know what I mean? Just kind of feel sad for a little bit and then just kind of like work your way to like just gaining anything. You know what I mean? It's very yeah. hard. Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, it just remember that like you're not alone. Like, so yeah. many people are going through this and like. You know, not everybody is is talking about it and saying like, oh, yeah, because everyone wants to be fine, because there's a, you know, a societal norm that we all feel like we need to live by if we're not like super happy and like, you know, like, oh, here I am doing all of this. And like, nobody's going to sit there and be like, I'm severely depressed. You know, that's "That's not good content, but like so many more people than you think are dealing with what you're dealing with. so I think it's, it's important to find comfort. And there's so many people that have overcome it and
0: like, oh, it's possible,
1: you know? So I don't
0: know. No, I think that's such a good way to put it. Cause like, I think like, yes, we're in a fucking pandemic, but like, you gotta look at the bigger picture. Like when this ends, like people are going to be more like, you know, hopefully more positive, I guess. Cause yeah, you know, if anything, this pandemic has like taught people, it's like to be like, you know, more fucking grateful i guess you know
1: yeah i think so i mean i hope so or just like it's either done that or the complete fucking opposite people are like super grateful or like fuck everyone (laughs) you know what i mean it's you want (laughs) one one end or the other um so i don't know hopefully those people come around
0: no i hope so but like i did want to like ask like you and sydney Mailer like How did that like podcast come together? Because you guys have some great episodes. I went back and like listened to a couple of you guys are really funny and
1: stuff. Um how did that start? So Sid and I uh there was a while when we were pre-pandemic, um Mm -hmm. traveling a lot for work together and like we just have a good banter together. A lot of people be like, Oh, you should have a show and we'd be like, Yeah, that'd be so fun, and then like Two years later, people were still saying that and we're like, okay, we should just fucking start one because clearly nobody wants to give us a show. We're gonna have to put our own. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of did it. I mean, she she lives like two hours away and I was like, I'm gonna, I will run this shit. I'll figure out how to do all of it. Post-production, I'll figure it all out. Just You just gotta promise that you're gonna just drive here once, once a week and show up. That's your job, <laughs> drive the two hours. And she's like, all right, and so here we are
0: kind of against me absolutely what like has there been a time where you guys are like is this something that i don't want to do anymore like have you fallen out of that like no
1: you know i think sometimes it's very it can get really stressful for me um just because i am doing like the post-production stuff and like uh, all a lot of things will come up or you know like work wise or I'm kind of all over the place as far as what I'm doing, so it'll be like You got to finish this edit. You're filming tomorrow. You got to edit the podcast, like, and then it's also Sydney's availability too, because like, you know, she if she can't do a Monday, then like I'm not going to be like you fucking better. Like yeah. I got to figure it out. So sometimes it can be overwhelming um and stressful, sure. but, and never have I been like. Eh i don't there's days when i'm like i don't really feel like talking but it always makes me feel better after i do
0: no i think it's like a form of like just you know escaping for a little bit whether it's through podcasting or like you know anything because i think if you find that escape to just kind of like go away for a little bit like in your mind then like it's it's so peaceful
1: yeah definitely
0: for sure but like has there like what's some of your favorite episodes you guys recorded together
1: um i always like when my mom comes on hopefully Mm -hmm. she can get on a flight soon and and hop over here um i don't know i mean like it's so funny because i don't we'll do it and then i don't listen really ever to them i just like i do the post-production sydney will listen to them so she could probably give you a better answer but by the time i edit the entire thing and like just get it all fucking done i'm just so over the Goddamn episode! I'm like just out there, and that's it. Um, but yeah, we're about to go film one right now, so you never know. Maybe uh maybe it'll be my favorite.
0: No, absolutely, it's really hard. Like when you're editing, because like you gotta just play it over and over until you get yeah. that. You know what I mean? It's very yeah. hard. But I did want to ask one final question: What is the next chapter for Nikki Howard?
1: I don't know. I mean, I really don't. I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing, and like you, you never know what thing is gonna. Lead to something else, so I guess just keep on weekly sketches are coming out and podcasts and whatever. So I don't know, I don't, I really don't know, but God, I hope it's good.
0: No, it should be. I mean, if you put in the work, you know, of course,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: keep the ball rolling. But where can we find you on social media?
1: Um, I'm on TikTok and Instagram at Nikki underscore Howard, and then YouTube is Nikki Howard. Facebook, Nikki Alexis Howard, trying to get my Facebook following up. I'm just trying to get you Shut can find me there. anywhere. Just like fucking good. Just type my name in. You'll find you'll find something.
0: <laughs> well, I wanna thank you for taking the time to do this interview.
2: Thank uh, you so much.